Relax and let me tell you a story that will make you drift off to sleep. Today's tale is called Nuclear Holocaust is Imminent. Chapter 1. The world was on the brink of destruction. The threat of nuclear holocaust loomed over every living being, and the rich and powerful had retreated to their bunkers, leaving the rest of humanity to fend for themselves. The countdown had finished, and the world was still there, but it was not the same. The air was thick with tension, and the ground shook with the force of the explosions that had not yet come. In the midst of this chaos, a young man named Jack stood alone on a hilltop, staring out at the horizon. He had always felt a sense of restlessness, a longing for something more than the mundane existence he had been living. Now, as the world teetered on the edge of oblivion, he felt a calling deep within him, a sense that he was meant for something greater. As he stood there, lost in thought, a message suddenly appeared on his phone. It was like nothing he had ever seen before, a simple sentence that sent shivers down his spine, now they have imprisoned themselves what shall we do? With cords of all the bunkers. Jack knew that this was no ordinary message. It was a call to action, a summons to rise up and take control of his own destiny. Without hesitation, he set out on a journey, determined to uncover the truth behind the message and find a way to save the world from destruction. As he walked, he encountered others who had also received the message, each with their own unique skills and abilities. Together, they formed a ragtag group of heroes, united in their quest to save humanity from itself. And so began Jack's hero's journey, a path fraught with danger and uncertainty, but also filled with hope and the promise of a better tomorrow. As he journeyed deeper into the heart of the crisis, he would be forced to confront his own fears and weaknesses, but also discover the strength and courage within him to face whatever challenges lay ahead. Chapter 2 Jack and his companions traveled for days, following the coordinates provided in the mysterious message. They encountered many obstacles along the way, including treacherous terrain, hostile survivors, and dangerous radiation levels. But they persevered, driven by a sense of purpose and a desire to make a difference. Finally, they arrived at the first bunker on their list. It was a massive structure, built into the side of a mountain and surrounded by high walls and armed guards. Jack and his companions approached cautiously, unsure of what they would find inside. As they neared the entrance, they were stopped by a group of heavily armed soldiers. What is your business here? One of them demanded. We received a message, Jack replied, holding up his phone. We're here to help. The soldiers exchanged a look, then stepped aside to let them pass. Inside, they found a world unlike anything they had ever seen. The bunker was a self-contained city, with its own farms, factories, and even a hospital. Thousands of people lived there, protected from the outside world by thick walls and advanced technology. But as they explored further, Jack and his companions began to uncover a darker side to the bunker's existence. The people who lived there were divided into classes, with the wealthy and powerful living in luxury while the poor and disadvantaged were relegated to menial labor and substandard living conditions. 
As they delved deeper, they discovered that the bunker's leaders had been hoarding resources and technology, using them to maintain their own power and control over the population. And worst of all, they had no plans to help the outside world, leaving the rest of humanity to suffer and die. Jack and his companions knew they had to act fast. They began to organize a rebellion, rallying the oppressed workers and convincing them to rise up against their oppressors. It was a dangerous and risky plan, but they knew it was the only way to bring about real change. And so, they prepared to launch their attack, determined to bring down the corrupt leaders of the bunker and pave the way for a better future. Chapter 3 Jack and his companions spent weeks planning their rebellion. They knew they had to be careful, as any misstep could mean the end of their mission and the lives of everyone involved. They scouted the bunker's defenses, studied the schedules of the guards, and identified key targets that would cripple the leadership's hold on power. Finally, the day of the rebellion arrived. Jack and his companions donned disguises and slipped into the lower levels of the bunker, where the workers toiled away in the factories and mines. They began to spread the word of their plan, urging the workers to join them in their fight for freedom. At first, many were hesitant. They had lived their entire lives under the thumb of the bunker's leaders, and the idea of rebellion seemed impossible. But Jack and his companions were persuasive, and they soon had a small army of workers ready to fight. They launched their attack at midnight, when the guards were at their most vulnerable. They struck quickly and efficiently, taking out the guards and seizing control of the factories and mines. The workers rose up, fighting with a ferocity that surprised even Jack and his companions. As the battle raged on, Jack and his companions made their way to the upper levels of the bunker, where the leadership was holed up. They fought their way through the guards, using their skills and training to overcome the heavily armed soldiers. Finally, they reached the inner sanctum, where the bunker's leaders were gathered. Jack stepped forward, his heart pounding in his chest. Your time is up, he said, his voice ringing out in the silence. We're here to take back what's rightfully ours. The leaders sneered at him, their faces twisted with anger and fear. You fools, one of them spat. Do you have any idea what you're doing? The outside world is a wasteland. We're the only ones who can keep you safe. But Jack was undeterred. He knew that the bunker's leaders were only interested in maintaining their own power, and that they had no intention of helping anyone else. He raised his weapon, ready to strike. And then, something unexpected happened. One of the leaders stepped forward, his face pale and his eyes filled with regret. He's right, he said, his voice shaking. We've been hoarding resources and technology, using them to keep ourselves in power. But it's time for that to end. We need to help the outside world to work together to rebuild and create a better future for everyone. The other leaders looked at him in shock, then slowly began to nod in agreement. Jack and his companions lowered their weapons, unsure of what to make of this sudden change of heart. But as they watched, 
the leaders began to dismantle their own power structures, redistributing resources and technology to the workers and making plans to help the outside world. It was a slow and difficult process, but Jack and his companions knew that they had succeeded in their mission. As they left the bunker, they looked out at the world with new eyes. The threat of nuclear holocaust still loomed, but they knew that they had taken a step towards a better future. They had shown that even in the darkest of times, there was still hope for change and progress. Chapter 4 The group of rebels emerged from the bunker, blinking in the bright sunlight. They had succeeded in their mission, but they knew that their work was far from over. The outside world was still a dangerous and uncertain place, and they had to find a way to make a difference. As they walked through the desolate landscape, they encountered survivors who had been living in makeshift camps and struggling to survive. They shared their food and water, and listened to their stories of loss and hardship. Jack and his companions knew that they had to do more. They began to organize the survivors, teaching them how to farm and build shelter, and sharing their knowledge of technology and medicine. Slowly but surely, they began to build a community, a place where people could come together and work towards a better future. They faced many challenges along the way, including raids by bandits and attacks by mutated creatures, but they persevered, driven by a sense of purpose and a desire to make a difference. As the months passed, the community grew stronger. They built homes and farms, and even managed to establish a rudimentary system of government. Jack and his companions were hailed as heroes, and their names became synonymous with hope and progress. But even as they celebrated their successes, they knew that there was still much work to be done. The threat of nuclear holocaust still loomed, and the outside world was still a dangerous and uncertain place. And so, they continued to work towards a better future, one step at a time. They knew that it would not be easy, but they were determined to make a difference, to create a world where everyone could live in peace and prosperity. As they looked out at the horizon, they knew that the road ahead would be long and difficult. But they also knew that they had each other, and that together, they could overcome any obstacle. And so, they set out once again, ready to face whatever challenges lay ahead, and to build a better future for themselves and for all of humanity. Chapter 5 Jack and his companions had been traveling for days, moving from one makeshift camp to another, searching for survivors and offering aid where they could. They had encountered many people along the way, some friendly and grateful for their help, others hostile and suspicious of their intentions. As they walked, Jack couldn't help but feel a sense of despair. The world was a wasteland, and it seemed like there was no end to the suffering and hardship. He wondered if they were making any real difference, or if they were just prolonging the inevitable. But then, they came across a small village, nestled in a valley between two mountains. It was unlike anything they had seen before, a place of beauty and tranquility in the midst of the chaos and destruction. The villagers welcomed them with open arms, offering them food and shelter and thanking them for their help. Jack and his companions were taken aback by the warmth and kindness of the people, and they knew that they had found something special. As they settled into the village, Jack began to notice something strange. 
The villagers seemed to have a deep connection to the land, a reverence for nature and the natural world that he had never seen before. They lived in harmony with the environment, using sustainable farming practices and living off the land in a way that seemed almost magical. Jack was fascinated by this way of life, and he spent hours talking to the villagers and learning about their traditions and beliefs. He discovered that they had a deep respect for the spirits of the land, and that they believed that everything in the world was connected, from the smallest blade of grass to the largest mountain. As he listened, Jack began to feel a sense of hope. Maybe there was a way to rebuild the world, not through technology and brute force, but through a deeper connection to the natural world. But then, disaster struck. A group of bandits, attracted by the village's wealth and resources, attacked in the dead of night. They burned down homes and crops, killed livestock, and took prisoners. Jack and his companions were horrified by the brutality of the attack, and they knew that they had to act fast. They rallied the villagers, teaching them how to fight and defend themselves, and they launched a counterattack against the bandits. It was a fierce battle, with casualties on both sides. But in the end, the villagers emerged victorious, driving the bandits away and reclaiming their homes and land. As they celebrated their victory, Jack realized that this was what he had been searching for all along. Not just a way to survive, but a way to thrive, to build a world where people could live in harmony with the natural world and with each other. And so, he made a decision. He would stay in the village, at least for a while, and learn everything he could about this way of life. He would help the villagers rebuild and defend their home, and he would work towards a better future, one where humanity could live in balance with the world around them. As he looked out at the valley, he knew that it wouldn't be easy. There were still many challenges ahead, and the threat of nuclear holocaust still loomed. But he also knew that he was exactly where he was meant to be, and that he was ready to face whatever lay ahead. Chapter 6 Jack spent the next few months living in the village, learning everything he could about their way of life. He worked alongside the villagers, tending to the crops and livestock, and helping to repair the damage caused by the bandit attack. As he worked, he began to notice something strange. The land around the village seemed to be thriving, even in the midst of the nuclear fallout. The crops were healthy and abundant, and the animals were strong and resilient. He asked the villagers about this, and they explained that they had a deep connection to the land, and that they had developed a unique way of farming that allowed them to work in harmony with the environment. They used natural fertilizers and pest control methods, and they rotated their crops to prevent soil depletion. Jack was fascinated by this approach, and he began to study it in depth. He read books and articles on sustainable farming, and he experimented with different techniques in the fields. He discovered that the villagers were onto something, and that their methods could be applied on a larger scale to help rebuild the world. As he worked, he also began to develop a deep connection to the natural world. He spent hours wandering through the forests and mountains, observing the plants and animals and feeling the energy of the earth beneath his feet. He felt a sense of peace and contentment that he had never experienced before. But even as he found happiness in the village, he knew that he couldn't stay forever. 
There was still work to be done, and he had a duty to help others who were struggling to survive. And so, he made the difficult decision to leave the village and continue his journey. He said goodbye to the villagers, promising to return one day, and set out once again into the wasteland. As he traveled, he encountered many other survivors, each with their own stories of loss and hardship. He shared his knowledge of sustainable farming and helped to establish new communities, teaching them how to live in harmony with the natural world. But he also encountered danger and hostility. He was attacked by bandits and mutants, and he saw firsthand the brutality and desperation that had taken hold in the world. Despite the challenges, Jack remained committed to his mission. He knew that there was still hope for the future, and that he had a role to play in creating a better world. And so, he continued on his journey, driven by a sense of purpose and a desire to make a difference. He knew that the road ahead would be long and difficult, but he also knew that he was not alone. He had the knowledge and skills he had gained in the village, and he had the support of the many people he had helped along the way. As he looked out at the horizon, he felt a sense of optimism. The world was still a dangerous and uncertain place, but he knew that there was still hope for a better future. And he was determined to do everything in his power to make that hope a reality. Chapter 7 Jack and his companions had been traveling for weeks, moving from one settlement to another, offering aid and support wherever they could. They had encountered many survivors along the way, each with their own stories of loss and hardship. As they walked, Jack couldn't help but feel a sense of weariness. The journey had been long and difficult, and he was beginning to wonder if they were making any real difference. He longed for a break, a chance to rest and recharge before continuing on their mission. And then, they came across a small town, nestled in a valley between two hills. It was unlike anything they had seen before, a place of beauty and tranquility in the midst of the chaos and destruction. The townspeople welcomed them with open arms, offering them food and shelter and thanking them for their help. Jack and his companions were taken aback by the warmth and kindness of the people, and they knew that they had found something special. As they settled into the town, Jack began to notice something strange. The town seemed to be thriving, even in the midst of the nuclear fallout. The crops were healthy and abundant, and the buildings were sturdy and well-maintained. He asked the townspeople about this, and they explained that they had developed a unique way of living that allowed them to work in harmony with the environment. They used natural building materials and renewable energy sources, and they recycled and repurposed everything they could. Jack was fascinated by this approach, and he began to study it in depth. He read books and articles on sustainable living, and he experimented with different techniques in the town. He discovered that the townspeople were onto something, and that their methods could be applied on a larger scale to help rebuild the world. As he worked, he also began to develop a deep connection to the natural world. He spent hours wandering through the forests and hills, observing the plants and animals and feeling the energy of the earth beneath his feet. He felt a sense of peace and contentment that he had never experienced before. But even as he found happiness in the town, he knew that he couldn't stay forever. 
There was still work to be done, and he had a duty to help others who were struggling to survive. And so, he made the difficult decision to leave the town and continue his journey. He said goodbye to the townspeople, promising to return one day, and set out once again into the wasteland. As he traveled, he encountered many other survivors, each with their own stories of loss and hardship. He shared his knowledge of sustainable living and helped to establish new communities, teaching them how to live in harmony with the natural world. But he also encountered danger and hostility. He was attacked by bandits and mutants, and he saw firsthand the brutality and desperation that had taken hold in the world. Despite the challenges, Jack remained committed to his mission. He knew that there was still hope for the future, and that he had a role to play in creating a better world. And so, he continued on his journey, driven by a sense of purpose and a desire to make a difference. He knew that the road ahead would be long and difficult, but he also knew that he was not alone. He had the knowledge and skills he had gained in the town, and he had the support of the many people he had helped along the way. As he looked out at the horizon, he felt a sense of optimism. The world was still a dangerous and uncertain place, but he knew that there was still hope for a better future. And he was determined to do everything in his power to make that hope a reality. Chapter 8 Jack and his companions had been traveling for days, moving through the desolate wasteland. They were exhausted, both physically and mentally, and they longed for a break from the constant danger and uncertainty. As they walked, they came across a small village, nestled in a valley between two mountains. It was unlike anything they had seen before, a place of beauty and tranquility in the midst of the chaos and destruction. The villagers welcomed them with open arms, offering them food and shelter and thanking them for their help. Jack and his companions were taken aback by the warmth and kindness of the people, and they knew that they had found something special. Chapter 9 Jack and his companions spent the next few days in the village, resting and recuperating from their journey. They helped the villagers with their daily tasks, tending to the crops and livestock, and repairing the damage caused by the bandit attack. As they worked, Jack couldn't help but feel a sense of peace. The village was a place of beauty and tranquility, a reminder that even in the midst of the chaos and destruction, there was still hope for a better future. But even as he found happiness in the village, he knew that he couldn't stay forever. There were still many people out there who needed their help, and he had a duty to do everything in his power to make a difference. And so, he made the difficult decision to leave the village and continue his journey. He said goodbye to the villagers, promising to return one day, and set out once again into the wasteland. As he traveled, he encountered many other survivors, each with their own stories of loss and hardship. He shared his knowledge of sustainable living and helped to establish new communities, teaching them how to live in harmony with the natural world. But he also encountered danger and hostility. He was attacked by bandits and mutants, and he saw firsthand the brutality and desperation that had taken hold in the world. Despite the challenges, Jack remained committed to his mission. He knew that there was still hope for the future, and that he had a role to play in creating a better world. And so, he continued on his journey, 
driven by a sense of purpose and a desire to make a difference. He knew that the road ahead would be long and difficult, but he also knew that he was not alone. He had the knowledge and skills he had gained in the village, and he had the support of the many people he had helped along the way. Chapter 10 Jack and his companions had been traveling for months, moving from one settlement to another, offering aid and support wherever they could. They had encountered many survivors along the way, each with their own stories of loss and hardship. As they walked, Jack couldn't help but feel a sense of weariness. The journey had been long and difficult, and he was beginning to wonder if they were making any real difference. He longed for a break, a chance to rest and recharge before continuing on their mission. And then, they came across a small town, nestled in a valley between two hills. It was unlike anything they had seen before, a place of beauty and tranquility in the midst of the chaos and destruction. The townspeople welcomed them with open arms, offering them food and shelter and thanking them for their help. Jack and his companions were taken aback by the warmth and kindness of the people, and they knew that they had found something special. As they settled into the town, Jack began to notice something strange. The town seemed to be thriving, even in the midst of the nuclear fallout. The crops were healthy and abundant, and the buildings were sturdy and well-maintained. He asked the townspeople about this, and they explained that they had developed a unique way of living that allowed them to work in harmony with the environment. They used natural building materials and renewable energy sources, and they recycled and repurposed everything they could. Jack was fascinated by this approach, and he began to study it in depth. He read books and articles on sustainable living, and he experimented with different techniques in the town. He discovered that the townspeople were onto something, and that their methods could be applied on a larger scale to help rebuild the world. The End Thank you for listening to our podcast. If you enjoyed this episode, be sure to stay subscribed. This is Amalia Dupre and the team at this podcast will make you sleep, wishing you a good night's rest. Sweet dreams.